State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's good, everybody? It is our favorite time of the year here at the Black Effect. We're heading down to Atlanta for the 2024 Black Effect Podcast Festival. And we're not going alone. Nissan is back as our partner, and they're continuing their Pitch Your Podcast Lounge at the festival, where you'll have the opportunity to pitch your podcast idea live and share it with the Black Effect team. So get those podcast ideas ready. And remember, you can count on Nissan to dial up the thrill in your adventures, no matter where life takes you. Visit blackeffect.com slash podcast festival for more details okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yep, yep, ghetto boys is back and reloaded. All in your mouth. Yeah, now deep throated. This is for the streets, the real, the railroaded. The disenfranchised, the truth, the scapegoated. And they know it. We speak the truth, so they quote it. Because we wrote it. The north, south, the east coast is the GB knock. We keeping your head bobbing. It ain't no stopping. And once the beat drops in, violence, the system is so corrupt. They throw the rock out their hands and then blame it on us. It's GB, don't get it twisted. On cold and we ain't dancing for no buttermilk biscuits. It's Willie D, y'all. Scarface is in the building. Collectively, we are the Ghetto Boys. Reloaded. Reloaded with another episode of information and instructions to help you navigate through this wild, crazy, beautiful world. In the studio, WBO, junior, lightweight champion of the world, Shakur Stevenson. Uh, also yeah. in the studio, his manager, Jay Prince. Uh, Welcome yeah. to the show again. Again. Hey man, we're glad to be here, man. I'm, I'm, I was just reminiscing. I remember y'all was Shakur age, and, <laughs> right? And I was no. younger than y'all, but I was, I was Shakur age and Willie D, and you was. <laughs> <laughs> the point yeah. is, it was a long time was ago, long, and, yeah. and we've been knowing each other so for a long time, and, and we got deja vu right going now. on. Oh yeah, no, yeah. We way, I was way younger. Willie was. Well, like, I was a little younger. We was no Jay. Was, you was you was Shakur age. You yeah, was Shakur age. Was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah. But Shakur was what about eighteen when I met him? Eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. about my. Well, I was seventeen. So mm. yeah. yeah, So, so how? So what happened? What happened first? Like so, this t- in two thousand seventeen, you turned pro. Yeah. You you was managed by Andre Ward. How did you go from being managed by Andre to no, Jay? I was managed by Jay Prince, Andre Ward together. It wasn't just, okay. So it was Andre yeah. Ward and Jay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then then and Andre Josh. Andre yeah, and Josh Duke. Okay, I got yeah. you. Okay, so so Andre retired, and then Jay left. Man standing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we all was a team. You know, yeah. we all started off. We was. Uh, excited about being in business with Shakur because we was like uh, monitoring him in his amateur career. Right. You know what I mean? And he was standing out like a a sore thumb from all the rest of them. And of course, you know, he went on to win the, the silver medalist but in 2016. So we was just waiting on him to land back in America. Right, 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 yeah. right. Shouts out to Andre Ward, one of the greatest to ever do it. Sure. sure. Now, you got the big fight coming up April 30th. This fight, if everything goes like we plan it to go, it's going to change your life forever. Like, this is a huge fight with Oscar Valdez. April 30th, MGM Grand, Las Vegas, the biggest stage in boxing. Hmm. All eyes on Shakur Stevenson. What's that like, man, that feeling? I mean, I feel like it's just a, another moment like in my life where I feel like 
I feel like I'm gonna take over the world. Like, I feel like I'm yeah. gonna be one of the best fighters ever one day. And right. I feel like this just a moment, you know? Yeah. And I gotta do what I gotta do. I gotta take advantage of the moment. I feel like I've been waiting on this moment my whole career. Mm. I've been waiting to get the WBC strap. I've been waiting to unify the division. I've been waiting to fight another thoroughbred fighter where I could show like I'm the most thoroughbred fighter. So um, I'm excited. I can't wait. And I got a lot of time to go. I got to put a, put some work in and perform yeah. April 30th. And you've been actively calling out Oscar. Yeah. Like, I want you. I yeah. want him. I mean, I mean, especially after you you you, you stopped uh, Jamel Heron. Yeah. You like, yeah, I want him. I'm coming to get him. And then it happened. Like, how sure were you that it was going to happen? Because, you know, these boxing negotiations can be a hassle. I wasn't too sure because I kept hearing, like, um, he wanted to fight somebody else. So uh, it seemed like he didn't really want to fight me. Um, we were supposed to fight before he vacated the belt instead of fighting me. So I wasn't too sure that he was going to sign up to fight. But um, I guess now he's with Canelo team and they got a whole team. And I guess his team probably forcing him or telling him to take the fight. And now we're here. Yeah. Jay, when it come to, like, boxing and getting these contracts done, man, what what do you think is the, the biggest holdup oftentimes? Well, a lot of times um, these fighters try to hide behind you know what I mean? Uh, somebody, you know, they are either <laughs> overbid themselves or different things like that. You know, they, they go before the public and I want him, I want him, I want him. And then they ask for astronomical number that they know they can't get just to be able to try and uh, save face value. But, you know, like boxing, what's interesting is the music world and boxing. You know, when I like transition from the music world and the boxing, I was right at home because both of them cutthroat businesses. Mm. I was going to ask you, man, I was going to ask you about that and you already beat me to the punch. I was going to ask you about the similarities between boxing and music. Two cutthroat businesses that involves us. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So we, we all from the hood. We're primary producers. Yeah. So we know how to communicate with one another and whatnot. In the boxing world, the music, it's a shark-infested environment. Mm. You know what I mean? And you have to learn how to swim with the sharks in both worlds. Right. So I know that Shakur is a very talented fighter. And, you know, he has, like, impeccable skills in the ring. But what, besides that, drew you to Shakur? Because you could sign anybody you want that's available out there. Well, when I... When I look at Shakur, you know, I had an opportunity to work with great fighters before Shakur, you know, like Mayweather, Andre Ward, you know, Roy Jones. And when you, like, have opportunity to work with those fighters and you see the truth, you see that desire, you, you recognize that same heart, those killer instincts and different things, then you know, oh, he going to do what they done or above and beyond. So you get excited about that because you don't see it in many fighters. Right. Many are called, few are chosen. So Shakur is what I consider a chosen one. You know what I mean? And uh, he, uh, his work ethic matches his condition. Mm-hmm. You know his skill set. You know what I mean? It's one thing to have that talent and not have that discipline to complement that talent. Mm. You're going to be in trouble. Mm. You know what I mean? So he got the whole package. So and, and when you have the whole package like that, you get rewarded because you ain't looking for no shortcuts. Right. So and let's talk about, go, go ahead, Brad. Does being on that big stage, does that scare you? Does that make you nervous? Do you have the jitters when you're walking into the ring? No, I feel like pressure either bust pipes or it make diamonds. I feel like at the end of the day, I feel like this I feel like I'm a diamond. Like I train. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like I, the best way to look at it. I put the work in in the gym. I feel like if I put the work in in the gym, then it gotta come through on fight night. Like if I'm sparring good and I'm feeling good, I put my mouths in. I'm not gonna get tired. When I go out there and I see that crowd, I don't like fold. I don't. I don't get nervous. I. Right. I kind of like. 
I tell myself it's just another day in the office. It's another okay. day in the gym. So yeah. I look at it like I'm just in the gym doing what I've been doing. And uh, that's just my mindset personally. I love so, it. So let's look at the tail of the tape. He has, you have a, a two inch reach advantage over him. You have a two inch height advantage over him. He's five, five, you're five, seven. Listed. You also have an age advantage over him. He's uh, 31, you're 24. What he has is what a lot of people uh, who feels like that he has a chance, you know, in the, of beating you is that he has the experience. He has twice as many fights as you, and he has twice as many knockouts. How do you overcome that? I mean, that's just stuff on paper. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, that's on the paper. Like, we being real, like I feel oh, yeah. like um, I'm not gonna sleep on him. I, I understand that he's like a uh, he's a threat. Right. He never lost before. He always try to do whatever it takes to win. But sometimes you you go up against your match, like you meet your match, and I feel like I'm a more superior fighter. I'm a I got better skills than him. I'm a smarter fighter. I'm a, I got heart. I'm a dog at the end of the day. That's what people don't right. understand about me too. But um. I just feel like, you know, once he get in there and he realized, like, this guy is better than me, he going to have one choice is to sell out and try to do whatever it takes to win there. But mm -hmm. then he going to be down too many rounds, I feel like, and I might be right there in front of him and hit him with that heat. So we're going to see how it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever have to hit somebody with the heat in the streets? <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you spawned in the streets before you got in the ring? Yeah, I got, I got in a couple of fights before, but, um, yeah, I definitely had to, like, Put some people in their place before. Yeah, yeah. And you're the oldest, right? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm the uh, oldest in uh, nine. Yeah, out of nine kids. Yeah, out of nine kids. Born leader, natural leader. Yeah. How much pressure do you think that you put on yourself to make sure everybody else in the family is all right? I feel like I got a lot of pressure on me when it comes to that, but I feel yeah. like I, be, I had that on me like my whole career. Like when yeah. I was an amateur, like when you go back in <clears throat> and read my articles, like you hear me saying like I want to, provide for my brothers and sisters like when I was like 15 years old I'm saying that and I did it and now I still I'm still doing it at the end of the day because family is everything to me and I like being like I like having that role being that that guy in my family I like being the person that could put food on the table and all that kind of stuff mm. because I feel like um God put us in, in this position for a reason and I feel like that was the key reason he put me in this position so yeah. mm. okay I love it Jay, when you when you when you saw Shakur, man, did you think about when you was looking at my shit, at my career, at, <laughs> at my moves, like at my songs? Because like, Jay came and sought me out. You don't know you don't know this story, Willie, but Jay pulled up to the crib, man, out of nowhere. And we was like, man, who is this dude? <laughs> we didn't even know who the fuck he was. And pulled up at the crib. You know, I heard the story. Look, oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and tell it. But, 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 no, I ain't going to tell no more. No, you got to tell it no, to I'm everybody done. else. Everybody else. All Listen, other people that hadn't heard it. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like, did you, 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 you saw the hunger. Oh, most definitely. And you see it in him. Yeah. It, it has to exist in all of us in order, you know what I mean, to become successful. It got to be some kind of power that's greater than that power to make you lazy and not want to do nothing. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So we all will have it. What we do with it is a whole different thing, but most definitely you had it. We are had it. You know what I mean? That's the only reason we would show up and grind yeah, together yeah. for so long. Yeah, yeah. Well, here, you see how he was pressing me on the phone, like, where you at? Yeah. You next. Yeah, I you know. <laughs> <laughs> How long are you gonna be? I'm, I'm, I'm right here, man. You said that ten minutes ago. Yeah, I'm right here. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, man. You got it done. You got it. You got it. You got a uh, a hell of a dude, man, advising you. You know, with wisdom and 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 you know, just understand and just sit and listen to it. Sometimes it, it, it's not gonna make sense. Sometimes, but when you sit back and digest, you're gonna be like, damn. Well, the shit actually makes sense sometimes. It's that it's, sometimes. it's when you're resisting. It's, yeah, it, okay, it's I, ride, you, I ride with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and sometimes your maturity yeah. have to catch up. Yeah, right. With understanding right. Right. sometimes, right. you know. Right. Yeah. yeah, but we got you. And we then you just plant seeds up until that happens. Ghetto mm -hmm. <laughs> Boys Reloaded Podcast. We'll be right back after the break. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. 
State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Yo, I'm hype. The Black Effect is live. This April 27th, the 2024 Black Effect Podcast Festival is headed down to Atlanta's very own Pullman Yards. Last year was incredible, and this year will be even more thrilling, especially with Nissan coming back along for the ride. Nissan is returning with some empowering activations to support black excellence in the STEAM fields. Have a podcast idea you've been eager to share with the culture? Well, Nissan is back with the Pitch Your Podcast Lounge. You'll have the chance to record your podcast idea and share it with the Black Effect Podcast Network team. But that's not all. Nissan is taking the stage to spotlight some of the HBCU scholars from their own Thrill of Possibility Summit. Nissan's action-packed weekend of community building, mentorship, and professional development for HBCU scholars pursuing professions in STEAM. The Black Effect Podcast Festival is the event to be at. You will not want to miss this. Because no matter where life takes you, Nissan will dial up the thrill in your adventures. Visit blackeffect.com slash podcast festival for more details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Corey, you're from Newark, New Jersey. That's where you grew up, right? Yeah, Newark, New Jersey. Okay, Brick City. Brick City, yeah. Brick City. Yeah, Brick City. <laughs> you know. Now, now, now what, what, what was that like for you? What was that experience like? I mean, I feel like it was a, um, a experience that I was supposed to be in. Like, I feel like... I'm from the trenches, like, so I feel like God put me there for a reason. Like, I I know, you know, um, it was hard coming up. Like, I got, my mother got nine kids. I'm the oldest, so we living in the projects. It was hard, but I feel like God put me there for this outcome right here. When your mom had to leave the house and and go work or whatever, it, we, did she leave you in charge? You had to watch the other kids. You couldn't go outside and play and stuff like that. Oh yeah, most definitely. I had to be that person um, until it got to a point where I started. Uh, well, I really been going to the gym, but like I started going to the gym at different times. So uh, we had to like improvise. My little sister um, is what a year younger than me, and she had to be that person after me because I had to go to the boxing gym and put in work in the boxing gym. So um, we definitely had I, we we took turns when it came to that. But, yeah, we definitely did that. Now, was your dad in the picture? My real father, like, um, thing is, like, my blood father, I didn't know him like that. Like, I met him when I was 12, and then the next time I met him again, I was, like, 17, 17, 18. My real father, like, the person who uh, took care of me since I was a toddler, like, in right. the hospital with me, like that's my real father. That's who I look at as my father. Mm. But he, uh, he's like in and out of jail at times, so he ain't really like you know. He wasn't really there at certain times, but at certain times, you know, uh, he was there. But him and my mother wasn't together. Right. Who introduced you to boxing? My grandfather. He yeah. taught you how to fight. Yeah, my grandfather. That's what, that's still my coach today. Like that. For real. He like he a goat to me. Like, cause mm. at the end of the day, he was one of the persons I feel like. He believed in me the most. Like it was a lot of people who ain't really believed in me. Like they didn't understand how far I could take boxing. But like from the jump, he always been telling me like how special I was, and he bragged about me to everybody still to this day. So do you remember the first day you put on some boxing gloves and you you laced those things up through a punch? Yeah, I remember I was five years old and um, I came in the gym and. I remember punching a bag, and there was this guy. Uh, he was trying to show me like how to 
punched, but he kept saying like I was a natural. Then my grandfather, uh, he kind of took over from there. Right. Right. Are you looking to do anything outside of boxing? Yeah, you most definitely. Asp- asp- you know, most definitely. I feel like um, I want to be uh, cause boxing ain't gonna be here forever. So right. after boxing, I want to be able to do a lot of stuff with business, with real estate, um, a lot of different things. But um, right now, I'm trying to focus more so on the boxing. So yeah, but we're right. gonna get there. Like right. we're gonna. We got Jay with us, and you know he's one of the smartest persons that I done ever met, and one of the realest people that I done met. So I was just watching like the way he moved. I Take my little notes and we're gonna get there one day. Yeah. Yeah, and do and do it's important. I'm glad you said that because you can go back and watch this film when other people start getting in your ear. Cause that's coming. Yeah. You know, like <clears throat> they won't put the work in in the beginning. They won't they won't make any sacrifices, but the moment you get hot, they're gonna, gonna be all over you. And they and everybody got all the greatest ideas. After mm. you get hot, everybody know what you should be doing now. Yeah. You know, everybody's ready, you know. And so it's important to, uh, you know, you know, do, stay, by the, you know, stay by the fire. Yeah. Stay loyal. Stay by the stay fire. Stay by the fire. Yeah. yeah. Stay close to the fire. That's, that's a good way to put it. Stay, yeah. stay, by stay, close, the, to the stay, fire. stay close to the fire, man. Because, you know, it's, it's a bunch of, it's a bunch of them out there that um, they going to come. And, and, and not just. It's not just the people that try to, you know, sway you, you know, so they can get in your pockets or whatever. But, you know, you also have people that out there that uh, are going to try to introduce you to that life, you know. And I'm talking about, you know, drug addiction and, you know, fast women and all that kind of shit. That shit is dangerous. If you really want to, like, build an empire like, you know, I think you do, then, you know, it's going to be very, very important to to stay focused because, you know, the in my opinion, it's two things that a man must learn to control, and that's his emotions and his dick. If you can do that, the world really is yours. You can go as far as you, you know, as far as you want to go. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any? What, what, what's what's the sibling breakdown count in your family? Sibling breakdown. I could go from uh, what is it? I'm 20, you like the age? No, 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 the, uh, the gender. You're, you're, you're... Oh, it's boy, my little sister, then always oh, two girls. You only have all, it's two girls yeah, and two the girls rest all boys. Together. So any other, other boys boxing? Um, My little brother be coming to the gym every now and then, but um, not yet. They like my younger siblings, so yeah. they want to, but then they like, you know, kind of hard work, I guess. Right, right. So, so Jay, like, what's your plans for Shakur, you know, uh, give me boxing first and then give me, you know, what, what do you see, like, what do you see him going from here? Um, well, I don't think there's no limits on where he can go. It's, it's like what's inside of him after I share wisdom with him, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it has to be inside of him and his vision and I complement <clears throat> what his dreams and visions are. You know, that's important. And Shakur at this stage is like real sharp. You know what I mean? He he want to diversify his portfolio. Mm. You know, he asking the right questions even right now, you know, why he's boxing. But he just understand that things have to be prioritized. So he's not going to allow nobody to like shift his focus before it's time to, you know, shift his focus. But, you know, I see him being a, a definitely a star where boxing is concerned. And from there, you know, I think he's going to be a great businessman. I know he's going to be one because we're going to make moves together. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, I'm working with the best and I feel like he's working with the best. And, you know, the sky's the limit for us. Speaking of moves, what I've given us the exact game plan. What do you anticipate happening when you get inside of the ring? What do you anticipate on doing to neutralize the threat known as Oscar Valdez? I mean, at this point, um, we haven't really started training camp yet, so I can't really tell you. I know um, I sit down with my grandfather when we get in training camp. We kind of watch film and see, you know, 
what he like to do, what he don't like to do, if he want to press me. Really, my grandfather do all the, like, thinking and coming up with the game plan. I just go in there and have fun and do what I've been doing. Mm -hmm. But I know the key objective of every fight, what I was taught from a child to now, is hitting don't be hit. So, um, right. As long as we hitting and we don't be and don't get hit, I mean, we win every fight. I was going to ask you about you know your concern about getting hit because you know if you watch enough footage out there, you know you see enough stuff, read enough stories. There's a lot of tragic stories of boxers losing it, you know, after fighting. I mean, I know fighters who had the noodles knocked at 29 years old, can't remember anything, and they turn yeah. around, motor skills are just gone. Yeah, you know. How concerned are you about something like that happening to you? I'm not too concerned with that because I feel like um, if you go check the stat sheets, uh, check the numbers, I feel like I got the best defense in boxing. I feel mm. like my defense is the best part about me. and um, I don't like taking punishment, so if I get hit with one shot, I'm probably not going to get hit with that shot for the rest of the fight. Have so, you ever yeah. been hit, hit? Yeah, I've been hit, hit. You've been before. rocked? I ain't never been hurt. Oh, okay. Right. I ain't never right. been down. I ain't never been good. Good. Have you been down in amateurs? Never. Keep it that. Keep it that. Oh, man. I ain't well, never been down. Uh, you're 17 and 0. He's 30 and 0. Somebody's O. Has got to go. Let's go. And it won't be mine. <laughs> you got this. I got this. Trust me. <laughs> it will not be mine. Yeah. I yeah, love the confidence. What, I believe you, man. I believe you, man, because you you are too you you just ready, you just strong, you want to squabble all the time, man. It's yeah. like when me and you sit down and play spades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no matter how bad I beat you, man, you just keep coming back. Brad is really know, he's not I a good spades player. He's not he's not a good spades player. Stop, Willie. Really. Don't do that, man. What you have to do is get stronger. Which and what you do, he's not very difficult to beat. Oh, trust, trust me, me, I know, but you yeah. know. You was on my team. He, uh, but you know, yeah. But, <laughs> oh, really was on his team? Okay, this is what I'm saying. Okay. Hold on, hold on. But, but here's what I'm saying. You know how sometimes, you know, you know how sometimes you can just get a real good hand. Man, my game. He had a real good hand a couple of games. How many games? He had a real good hand a couple of games. And then he tried to and then he tried to ride that little, he tried the to ride that little night. luck this thing. What I was man, saying. you straight up my, luck, bro. My partner was, was kind of making luck. some mistakes out there, man. I made one mistake. Hey, I, I made know. I made one mistake. That was, that was a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> you okay. can't make no mistakes this special. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. You can't made, make no mistakes. I made man. one mistake. Yeah, yeah, well, you can't hey, do that. You can't hey, do that. Well, you know what? You, you know what? I'm ready for I'm ready for a rematch whenever you're ready. And I think we should go back to the exact same place where it went down. That's it. It, it needs to go down the exact same Man, place. That is not where you want that rematch to be rematched. Yeah, because yeah, you know why. You know why I want to go back to your to your crib, Jay. I want to go back to the house because I want that ride back to be fucked up for you. I want why you to be you thinking so fucked up while you're driving. Bruh, I want you. That, to, I want you to be don't driving that, and that, 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 the whole time. Do you just be messed don't do up, that. man. Don't do that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we, it's nighttime. Well, you know what? You want to go out to the to to, to, to the the place until you see this big ass snake. Did you see that snake <laughs> that was out there? No, man. Jay had a a rattlesnake about seventeen feet long. On the goddamn uh, driveway, on the side of the driveway. So I get out the truck. I look down. I'm like, what in the fuck is that? I said, yeah, that's a rattlesnake. I'm like, oh, yeah? So, you know, he get bored and just be doing shit. Cowboy boots, jeans, you know, tank top. This nigga been out there cutting grass, bro. What's wrong with dude, man? By himself. Like, man, he must be bored as hell, man. He cutting grass, killing snakes. Yeah. Damn, bro. I, I'm talking Willie. Man, I got a picture of it in my phone. But that snake was this fucking big. And uh, Uncle Larry cut the tail off of it. He got the rattler. Man, you know what? Exactly. I, man, I, I I I got some uh I got something for Uncle Larry, man. And you know, he was talking shit about my weight last time I went out there. What happened? Yeah, that was 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 that, that might, no, that had no, 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 that wasn't no, that wasn't Larry. No, that, that wasn't Mike. <laughs> no, nah, it wasn't Mike. 
I'm thinking. Florida. No, 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 the Floyd. That was Floyd. That's it. That's it. That was Floyd. It was guaranteed Floyd. You remember Jay? He was standing up there looking. He was like, "Shit, you like you need to lose some weight." I'm like, and you know what? I appreciate it because I went, I went straight to the gym the next day, and I got it straight. So I'm solid now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, thanks, yeah. thanks to that criticism, you know. But it was constructive criticism. But I just didn't like how he said it. He said it like he was looking down on me. Long so we want to see y'all at the fight. Yeah. I'm going. For, you already know yeah, yeah, I'm going. Yeah. Y'all gonna come? I'm coming. I'm, I'm, man, I'm, a, right. man, I'm definitely going. And you know where I'm staying, right? Yeah. We already talked about it. All, All right. right, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fight night, April 30th. April, April, fight night, April 30th. A April yeah. 30th. That's going to be fantastic. Yeah, he represents the Latinos. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and Shakur, father is Puerto Rican. Oh. My blood father. Yeah, uh -oh. and his mama. So we coming all the way. Uh oh. You know what I mean? Deep, deep. Uh -oh. Puerto Rican side, the black side, uh -oh. and the Latinos. There's going to be a real war going on in the building. Your name, your your entire name <laughs> is Ash Shakur yeah. Nafi Shahid. I, okay, it's Ash Shakur yeah. Nafi Shahid Stevenson. Yeah. Who named you and what does your name mean? My name, uh, really my mother and my father, who's like my father. Mm -hmm. They came up with that name. It was It was a Muslim name. Okay. Hey, my father, he's Muslim. But yeah. my blood father, like, the thing is, like, I I can't explain, like, this whole thing to y'all because, like, my blood father, he's, like, he Puerto Rican. That's the person that I didn't really know. You know I met when I was... 12 and 17. Yeah. Seven. yeah. Right. My real father is, like, that's the, he Muslim. So that's where, like, my name came from. Like, his name is uh, Shahid. Shahid is... Shahid is Arabic. Yeah, but that's my uh, that's my middle name. Like, so I'm basically right. named after my father, basically with um, Shakur, which is um, my mother loved the name Shakur. She used to um, like Tupac too. So it all so, like you know. okay, Tupac. But it's a Muslim name, right? 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 So that it comes. It's a, a lot of responsibility name. being named after Tupac. You yeah. know, like warrior. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So. So at this stage of the game, you know, you you got the name, you know, you uh you got the skills. Uh, where where are where do you see this fight going? I mean, you, do do you see this fight being this is gonna be a very aggressive fight in my opinion. I think this is gonna be one of the I think this I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I think this one gonna be one of the best fights of twenty twenty two. This is fight this is a fight that fight boxing fans wanna see. We wanna see the best fight the best, and you guys are fighting to unify the junior uh, lightweight division. division. That's 130? The, the last time that happened was in 2005 with, with the great uh, uh, Barrera. Yeah. Uh, this guy, you know, uh, Marco Barrera. Antonio? Yeah, Marco, yeah, Antonio Marco, Barrera. Marco yeah. Killer. You know, yeah. the last time that happened was 2005, and this has always one, been one of the, like, one of the, like, really- Was it Morales he fought? Who's he, who did he fight? Uh, Morales. I can't remember who he, who he fought yeah. to get it. Yeah, Morales. Yeah, I think but so. But that, 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 that was the last time it, it was, was that's the last time that it was unified. Fine. If mm. you handle, you know, when you handle your business yeah. on April 30th, there's a very good chance that you're going to be, you're going to be in, you're going to be in the runnings for Ring Magazine Fighter of the Year. Yeah. Man, you know how big yeah, that you know check going to be? <clears throat> It also was unified with Floyd Mayweather and Diego Corrales, IBF, WBC. Yeah, it was at 1.30. And you know what? The crazy yeah. part about I was it, there. it was at the yeah. MGM. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's kind of, it might be a similar fight, man. That's yeah. what I'm going to say. Yeah, undefeated versus undefeated. Mm -hmm. The big fight, I don't know, man. Yeah. Might Diego have been a similar was a, fight to that. Was the knockout artist. He was the one with the punch that was... And they put well the pressure the on Floyd, and I'm the boxer. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, there's some similarities there. Yeah, but this is a fight that fight fans want to see. Yeah. and I'm gonna tell you something, bro. I don't go to a lot of fights, but it's certain fights I'm going. Yeah. Certain fights I gotta be there. It's like like I'm because I, I love boxing for real. 
to me, I don't think is anything greater than. I mean, I, well, I guess it's something greater, but but you know, I like you to like see to fights. Hit a motherfucker. Let's say well, it. I, I mean, I like just to I like to fight. I like to watch fights. <laughs> I like to watch fights. Just go ahead and say you like to hit a motherfucker. No, no, and no, no. This is what I'm saying. This, 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 shit, this, this, this is what I'm saying. I like when <laughs> I, I like I like when people fight who want to fight each other. I don't like bullies, yeah. but I like it when pe- two people want to fight each other. I, you don't like me, I don't like you. Well, let's, let's fight. fight. Well, what's up, motherfucker? Well, what's up? What's up? And then y'all bang it out. Oh, I love, man. I don't think it's anything greater, you know, for me as a pastime than than doing fight. than watching fights. No, fighting. I mean, I, you know, if I have to, you know, <laughs> if I have to fight. Really? I mean, I would prefer not to fight. Uh, man, why are you why are you trying to take me back? Okay, so look, man. We at Greenspoint Mall. Oh yeah. Never mind. Let me hear. Let me hear. So Willie wanna fight. And you know Willie when <laughs> Willie always had his chest poked out. And walk <laughs> like like uh uh stir crazy. Remember when Rich Fry say, shit, shit, we bad. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, needless to say, man, when one person starts fighting, we all got to fight. So, you know, Willie go through Greenpoint and get into a fight. Bill looked like the mind playing tricks video. <laughs> he jumping off of shit like a wrestling match, but anyway. That's the midget, Bill. Yeah. No. <laughs> I know that. I know that <laughs> dwarf. Let it's me correct dwarf, you. Man. Yeah, that's not a You had to fight, Bill. You call him a midget. Yeah. yeah. See, yeah. I'm a dwarf. But needless to say, man, Willie was a very violent uh, guy. And actually, actually, and if you ask Jay, truthfully, he'll say who, what everybody's role was in the Ghetto Boys and what was Willie's role. Will was the ass kicker. Exactly. So I rest my fucking case right now at this table, Willie. You sound like them people, bro. Rest in your case. I rest you know, like you sound. Like, <laughs> you sound like, like you sound like them folks. I sound like one of them lawyers, huh, man? Yeah, yeah. I can argue the shit out of that case. Ghetto Boys Reloaded Podcast. We'll be right back after the break. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, everybody, this is Carrie Champion, and I'm here to announce that the 2024 Black Effect Podcast Festival is headed to Atlanta's very own Pullman Yards on April 27th. Last year was incredible, and this year will be even more thrilling, especially with Nissan coming back along for the ride. Nissan is returning with some empowering activations to support Black excellence in the STEAM fields. Have a podcast idea you've been eager to share with the culture? Well, Nissan is back with your Pitch Your Podcast Lounge. You'll have the chance to record your podcast idea and have it shared with the Black Effect Podcast Network team. But that's not all. Nissan is taking the stage to spotlight some of the HBCU scholars from their own Thrill of Possibility Summit. Nissan's action-packed weekend of community building, mentorship, and professional development for HBCU scholars pursuing professions in STEAM. The Black Effect Podcast Festival is the event you want to be at. You don't want to miss it because no matter where life takes you, Nissan will dial up the thrill in your adventures. Visit blackeffect.com slash podcast festival for more details. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. 
Thank you to the geniuses of Spoken Audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Shakur, Shakur, how do you deal with uh, women? Do you have any children? Yeah, I got one child. I just had my child in uh, December. That's Congratulations. Right. December. Thank you, brother. December. Okay, all right. So how do you deal with uh, sexual relations uh, <laughs> why, when you have a fight coming up? How do you deal with that? I don't do that. Like, I go eight weeks without having sex. And explain to people why that's necessary. I mean, certain fight is different, but me, personally, I feel like it make you lazy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get in the ring and be lazy. Like, when you lazy, it's like you don't want to do nothing. You, you're not, like, as sharp and as quick. And... So what's the cutoff date? Me? Eight weeks. No, the, the cutoff. So when do you... Eight weeks before. Eight weeks before And then there's nothing else happening. Nothing for eight weeks. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I heard that Sugar Ray Leonard used to, like, do it before a fight. I mean, his thing was like... that. He said that it... Now, it, I know some, like, world champions, him. boxers that do it before they fight, and they say the same exact thing. Like, it relaxes their uh, legs and make them feel Shit, that shit have had you with bag legs, yeah. man. I they, just, they I call just, it pussy legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they say, oh, you on pussy legs. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just, I just feel like it, like it would take away. I know that it don't work for me. You know I what I'm saying? Like it's it never worked for me though, when I was like, fighting. Well, I know when I used to train, I haven't trained in a while, but I'd call myself being active the night before and get up that morning and try to go work out and have the most horrible, horrific workout. Yeah, but the thing, like with me, I feel like, I feel like it's a sacrifice thing. I feel like if another fighter not doing it, I feel better knowing that they doing it and I'm not. Right, it's right. a big sacrifice that I done done for eight weeks. And mentally, like, it, it evolves my brain and make me feel like I done, I done had discipline. I done did, done something with discipline and I feel better about that. But you know what, though? Let me say this, man. You can, you can, you can dabble as long as you don't finish. Hell no. But don't do that though. Hell no. I don't know about that. I'm telling you, man. You I can, can't you can, I can't do that. You can stick the spoon in the fucking Kool-Aid. advice, man. This that sounds like one of those is, one of them advices <laughs> where I got a baby when they say, Oh, you can just don't don't release on them. And then I found out that, that there was thousands of sperm cells in every drip. Damn. <laughs> well you you Yeah, don't listen. I guess to you, that. you feel the same way. Like I'm sure there's been times when you like uh, in the land in bed in the early morning. What time do you normally get up to go run? I get up at different times. Like it's depending on like how I'm feeling. Okay, but I'm sure there's been times when you had a rough night in the gym the day before, and then the next morning you kind of sore. You really don't want to get up and go do it, but you start thinking that your opponent might be out there running, or he might be sleeping, might be still in the bed. Oh, most definitely. Like right now, I've been looking at uh. Videos, Oscar Valdez has been posting like a lot of videos online. Uh-huh. Like him hitting the bag, him running, him working out. And I just be seeing it, I'm like, okay, don't worry. Right. When we get in camp, we're going to put a lot of work in because it's like he, I feel like he's trying to like outwork me right now. Right. I just make feel sure. like he's trying to spook you into thinking he's doing some shit and they shot that shit three years ago. That's that's perfect. Even yeah. if he's doing that, that's perfect. I'm glad, I'm glad that he's going to spook me because that's going to yeah. make me work even harder. Yeah. No, he's going to come at his best. Yeah. You know, and rightfully so. We wouldn't expect nothing less. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be, it, like I said, I, I, I personally think this is going to be one of the better fights, you know, of the year. So this is going to be very good for boxing fans. It's going to be, gonna be better very fight good for, me, for boxing. Yeah. Better fight for me, basically. I feel you. I get right. what you're saying. Oh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Better fight for me. I'm going to be real sharp. Who are some of the guys out there that inspired you in boxing? Andre Ward, <clears throat> Pernell Whitaker, Floyd Mayweather, Sugar Ray Leonard. Just dumb, like, dumb guys. What about right Marvin Hagler? I like Marvin Hagler. Marvin Hagler was a dog. Man. He was man, a dog. Check out Mildred Taylor, too. I like Mildred oh, Taylor, wow. too. There's so many, man. So I, don't many like the, I don't like what he did Aaron in that fight Friday. with Chavez, though. I ain't like what Mildred Taylor did. I feel like he was winning the whole fight. I feel like they cheated him, but... I ain't yeah. like his shorts. Yeah. I don't like Buddy McGirt's head, so... <laughs> I don't like Buddy McGirt, though. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I don't think he was that good to me, man. He was all right, but... I wasn't too big of a fan. 
Buddy McGurk, good dude, though. Yeah, he's solid. You yeah. know, he's a good dude. You well, don't like, like Bradley? Oh, anyway. I ain't the biggest fan, man. He be hating on you, man. Really? He hating on you. Oh, Bro, shit. Man, buddy, come on. Come on, buddy. I don't say that to him, though. Like, me and him, man. Like, like, he tried to talk to me. I done told him, like, man, I ain't, I ain't rocking with you. Oh. Kevin Moore. Man. Did he hit his head like this? Got a big head, though. That motherfucker big, man. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> looks like he's walking with a helmet on. You're from, you're from New Jersey. Uh, New Jersey got a whole lot of strong uh, hip-hop legends that have came out of there. Who are some of your uh, guys in, in, in hip-hop that you really favor? Right now? Yeah. I like um, Lil Durk. I like Drake. I like Meek. I like Kodak. Love I like, Kodak, Meek, yeah. I like Kevin Gates. I Gates. feel like people be uh, sleeping on Kevin Gates. You think so? Yeah, and I like Lil Baby, too. Yeah. Good baby. Yeah, I'm going to tell you something. For, I mean, everybody that you name a dope man, <laughs> but I, I think people be sleeping on Lil Baby. I mean, well, it, yeah, I think he, I do really think is. Lil Baby is, man, that dude, I mean. I feel like everybody know he like the best rapper in, like, I, I don't rapper. know. I think some of the other guys out there get more shine. They, you know, like as far who? as like mainstream shine, like all the guys you just named. You know, you know, know. except ex I think, yeah, I think that most, well, at least most guys you just named get more shine. But little baby, that dude is the truth for real. Nah, he is. Like when it, when he he got that he got that that those lyrics that the youngsters can relate to, and the elders can relate to. Like when you hear him, you be like. Damn man, who was that? Talking yeah. like shape shit, that type yeah. shit. And then you be like, oh, that's little baby. And then you look at the dude, man, the dude is saying something. He got something to say. Yeah, most definitely. Baby a great rapper. So give me your top five. Top five or what? Rappers. Right now. Dead or alive. Dead or alive? Top five. <clears throat> at 24. Tupac. Biggie. Jay-Z, Lil Wayne. I like Wayne. I like Eminem. I ain't gonna lie. Shit, M got it. Shit. M, M, M is tough, man. I like him. But you know, you know who I'm I'm a bigger fan of? Who? Nas. Man, Nas is, you gotta listen, you gotta revisit this catalog, man. Yeah, you're probably right. Man, Nas is complicated, really. I, I, I think at the end of the day, man, this whole, the top five is always suggestive. That's why I, I really like hearing people say what their top five is. Yeah. And then, and I and I always know it's coming in three, two, one, when other people start debating about what the top five is. I asked you what your top five was, not what his was a he come with Nas. Now Nas the homie, right? We love Nas, but he his ass come with Nas. You ain't said nothing about Nas. See, it's the shit I be talking about, man. And this shit I got to deal with. Last 32, 33 years of this shit, man. You know, you Jay, know same Willie. thing with Jay. He, same shit, you know what I'm saying? Nah, like, Jay, man, I'm cool but go as ahead. fuck, Willie. You but go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I'm cool as fuck, Willie. I'm not, I didn't say nothing. I just like Nas. I'm you using like my Nas, time Basically, you. like Nas over him now. Uh, uh, man, Nas is 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 up yes, there. he does a, because that's his top five. But I ask question, you about man. your top five. But go ahead. <laughs> thanks, Willie. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, thanks, pal. Anyway, since Willie's gonna yield his <laughs> yield his time to the speaker. <laughs> <laughs> to the speaker, how can your fans uh, reclaiming my time? Listen, man, no. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out to Maxine Waters. Exactly, <laughs> bro. How can your fans, you know, hit you on social? For F one, follow me on Instagram, Twitter at Shakur Stevenson. I got a YouTube channel, Shakur Stevenson. Just keep tuning in. I'm gonna become a big star one day, and I'm gonna nah, take you over a big boxing. star now. But go ahead. I'm gonna take over boxing, and 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 we want to see you do that, man, man, Willie. We crack a lot of jokes, man, but we really family, man. And you know, yeah, this dude right here is a fucking scientist. Yeah. So make sure that before you make any moves, holler at him. He gonna tell you both sides of the story. 
Oh, I already know. Yeah, he gonna tell that's you how already, they, that's how it's gonna turn that's out. That's already in there. Like I already know. Yeah. yeah, man, we wish you all the luck in the world, Appreciate bro. Appreciate you. And and blessings to to your career, blessings to your newborn and your family, all your brothers and sisters, bro. Man, do your thing, bro. Thank you got you. the world depending on you right now. Thank you. And don't let that put no pressure on you, but just be ready for it. It's coming. Thank you. I appreciate that. Bam. Everything. Thank you. Like one night go to sleep, wake up, and it's everything. Like shit. <laughs> Thank you. you see? I've been there a few times. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Shakur Stevenson. And the masterful Jay Prince. Oh uh, yeah. The mastermind. No, hold on. Before we do that, we, we, we got to get some parting words out of Jay, because Jay always got a—he uh, always got a cherry to put on top. Come on with the cherry, Jay. Give us a Jay uh, principle. Uh, oh man, <laughs> I like that. Oh man. Damn. Hey, Jay, you should start some type of little like like talk. He series. already did. It's called Jay Principles. Yeah. No, but he said. No, Jay that's principle. it. Yeah, that's it. Jay yeah. Principles. That's Jay dope. Principle. Yeah, that's yeah, dope. That's a real one. That's yeah, yeah. coin that. So here's coin a Jay that. Principle for the day. Be willing to do today what others won't do, so you can do tomorrow what others can't do. <laughs> that is, no more talk. Brilliantly spoken. This episode was produced by A-King and brought to you by the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, everyone. It's our favorite time of the year here at The Black Effect. We're heading to Atlanta for the 2024 Black Effect Podcast Festival, and we're not going alone. Nissan is back as our partner, and they're continuing their Pitch Your Podcast Lounge at the festival, where you'll have the opportunity to pitch your podcast idea live and share it with a Black Effect team. So get those podcast ideas ready. And remember, you can count on Nissan to dial up the thrill in your adventures, no matter where life takes you. Visit blackeffect.com forward slash podcast festival for more details. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.